Welcome to the Youth Ministry United podcast, where our goal is to equip you, encourage you, and empower you to do all that God has called you to do in your youth ministry. So, without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. All right, well, welcome Youth Ministry United Nation uh, to our podcast. We are so excited you guys have joined us today. I am joined by some of the top amazing people on the earth, on the planet. To start off, we have the Godfather himself, Stop. Matt Bowman. You don't need to keep doing this. I am not the Godfather. I know you You call me the I'll Godfather. i make a podcast you can't refuse. Stop. Stop. That is your nickname. It is forever. Okay. And, and you have to change your Instagram handle immediately. The, the I'll, Godfather. I'll change it today. We're we're also <laughs> joined. <laughs> we're also joined with none other than the Cowboys fan, the Mullet Man himself, Blake Gunner. Give him a shout, Blake. <laughs> ah, what up, boys and girls? We are here. We doing it. I said Boomer sooner earlier, and he um, <laughs> about lost his salvation. Uh, right here on the podcast, so we're not doing that anymore. He would never do that, actually, but he did not like that I said that. that anyway, moving on. Words. <laughs> we we almost did. And then we also have, now, don't judge him because of where he lives, but all the way down, deep, deep south in the tropical region of Florida, we have Taylor Brown. Give him a shout. Man, what up, everyone? Yeah, please don't judge me. The Florida's the like the land of the, the almost living and not living and weird things. And I don't know, Blake, Blake described it um, a, an episode or two ago about it's a, it's a, it's a lock-in for youth ministry that never ends. And I think that's absolutely what Florida is. <laughs> it's just one big messy party. That's what when all the kids you didn't think mm-hmm. were coming showed up with all their friends and all their drugs. And a box so of yes, that's a humidifier. <laughs> that's it. And it's hot all the time. That's Amen. right. And then lastly, our guest today, and we are so, so honored to have you on the podcast. Give it up for the one, the only, Tim Summers out of Elevation Church. What up, fam? Here we go. YM, United Nation. I like it. That's how we roll. It's all, it's all about the united front or something. We're a small nation, but we are a nation. <laughs> We're growing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well listen to start it off man we just you know this this podcast we're hoping to to glean from you tim we're hoping to uh get some of your thoughts on what's been going on in the world uh that can help our our followers our listeners uh today and, and really moving forward with their youth ministries as we go into the new normal but i want to start off with you man so tell us a little bit about where you're from what you do uh you know what got you there what ministry you serve in go ahead and just lay out the story okay uh Easy. Not really. It's actually, it's, it's hard for me to remember. Um, I am from Dallas, Texas. Um, I have grown up in church all my life. Um, I actually got my first job in ministry at 19. I was a creative director, like made videos and um, graphic design, did all that kind of stuff, stage sets, and then moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, for a couple years to be a uh, youth pastor um, at a great church called Citizen Church. It used to be called Copper Point. 
and um, visited Elevation when they opened up their doors for a conference, which was called Inside Elevation. When I was like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I got to buy eight tickets right now and take my entire team. Uh, what I did was that God was going to be like, this is where I want you to be planted. This is where I want you to be. And so I had just been recently married um, for four months uh, at the time. And so uh, we thought we were going to be in Albuquerque for another seven, 10 years. And God had different plans. So we moved to um, Elevation. And I say Elevation and not North Carolina because... Um, we moved because of the church. Uh, there was no job present, no opportunity or anything like that. I was even, you know, thinking about like the goal was like, okay, I guess I'm quitting ministry. Like, I guess this is it. I'm going to have to start like, you know, working at Lowe's or something. And, um, anyways, two days, two days in North Carolina, they, uh, we had some lunch with some people and got to uh, have a little opportunity to be, um, I actually came on as an e-groups director, um, here. And wow. so, um, uh, been here now for four and a half years. Um, I've been involved in youth ministry for about 12. Um, I do have a 13 year old son and a three year old, um, son. And so life is so much fun. Um, it's the best and yeah, I love it. It's amazing. North Carolina is phenomenal. If you've never been, it is like, I never knew how dirty Dallas, Texas was until I came to North Carolina and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so clean. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. And how long, and how long have you been there now? Uh, four and a half years, almost four and a half years. Yeah, and didn't even have a job, just moved. That's what that's what we call faith. Yeah, one right there. That's amazing. Five percent of my friends told me, people that knew me told me I was an idiot for doing it. So, does in there a verse that says something about God will use what seems foolish to confound the wise? Yep. Isn't that what He says He does? Yep. Look at Jesus. Look at Him. Well, that's awesome. Man, that that's some stuff probably most people don't know. So thank you for uh, mm. thank you for sharing that. Yeah, uh, get a little good. insight into Tim Summers' life. But I know uh, I'm going to throw it over to Blake because I know Blake's got a question for you. Go ahead, Blake. Yeah, man. Um, so I'm just kind of thinking like. How long have you and your team been doing youth ministry online? So we are all right now thrown into doing youth ministry online. Like I never once thought okay yeah i mean I've, I've thought of instagram i've thought of facebook i've thought of doing tiktok what i called like last year what i call it tic tac because i didn't know <laughs> what it was um like like all these things we're now thrust into doing it and we're it's really fun because we're seeing good results out here but how long have you been doing youth ministry online and what platforms are you using and why and i know that's a loaded question but like, what are those, like, what are the things that you're utilizing and how long have you been doing it? Okay. So our church has been dabbling in it for seven years. I think that's very helpful to know, to just kind of give context of um, really, honestly, just the brilliance of our, our, our pastor, Pastor Stephen. He, he was just on the forefront um, of it. And so um, I know that my wife, she's a heavily, um, um, a part of the online ministry. And, and so they've, they've been rocking it for a long time. The youth ministry, however, has been 
doing it for about two years. So um, our, it, it came out of a staff rally, which is where all of our staff come together and pastor challenges us and gives us some, some insight on what he's thinking. And um, honestly, one day he said my name. I didn't know he knew my name at the time. And uh, we have over 300 people on staff. And so um, he, he, he said, Tim, I, he said, I need to know like, why we don't have a YouTube channel. He's like, tell me that. I was like, ah, well, you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about the same thing, uh, obviously. Um, (laughs) Well, let me explain my plan. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he said, you know, you've got to start thinking about youth ministry different than the way it is right now. He says, you know, a lot of youth pastors think about it as, as a, as a platform and how can I get the mic and how can I preach? And uh, honestly, I think he was speaking life into me. And he said, you know, he said, I know you want to preach. I know you want to be someone that, um, uh, that, that maybe travels that maybe, and he said, I think you, I think you're anointed. I think you're a great communicator. He said, I wouldn't put you on the stage if I didn't. He said, however, I think you're thinking about youth ministry completely wrong. And so two years ago, he really challenged us to think about what would youth ministry look like five years from now? Um, obviously he didn't have the knowledge of COVID, uh, and that kind of being thrusted upon us, um, but I just think it was the leading of the spirit. Um, and so from there, I was a youth director. Um, and two days later, I became the creative director of our youth ministry, um, all in building what now we would call our online ministry. At the, mo- at the time, my title was YouTube pastor. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, please get rid of this title. This is ridiculous. Wow. Wow. A real thing. Um, and, and so from there, I mean, we just tried to do everything that we could. We had zero budget um, and it was just me on the team. And so for the first year, that's the way it was literally zero budget. Um, the resources were just the knowledge that we had of, of, of online previously. Um, but he said, just start putting stuff up on YouTube. I don't care what it is. Just like go. Like, just do whatever. That's good. Like, okay. And so that's where you get a lot of like, you know, you can look on our YouTube channel now and see like, we have a lot of fun and a lot of people ask me why. And I, it's one word, it's culture. Like, like we want to create it a fun culture um, as well as something that will be beneficial in life that could, that can, that can help you. And so I think I'm a big component. Um, I, I want to be a comedian in my second life. Okay. And so I'm a big component that we can never lose our sense of humor. And uh, if we can laugh together, uh, then maybe we can talk about important things together and you'll listen to me as well. Yeah, and so, um, so good. Um, now, you know, two years in, uh, we've got a team of six people, six creatives, two graphic designers, two video guys, a PM. Um, and then, uh, I'm considered the, the creative director and the social media manager. People ask me like, do y'all have your own social media guy? I'm like, no, it, it, it's, it's me as of right now. And a lot of that is with like tone and voice and, and culture, wanting to create a, a very strong culture. Um, but we're on everything. That's a lie. We're not on Periscope or Zanga or MySpace or anything like that. We say no to those things. Uh, Zanga. <laughs> Always killing it on the Zanga. <laughs> on everything relevant. Yeah. 
Um, and so that, you know, social media changes. That's the cool thing about it. A lot of people get frustrated with that. You just got to know it's always changing, which means you have to change. And so we're on Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. We use Instagram really as our big megaphone. Think of just like everything that we think is like important and cool and like, like, we want to put on Instagram. We also think of like Instagram as two different platforms, three technically, IGTV, Instagram stories, and Instagram posts. Um, a lot of people will say just Instagram. We will break that down into three. Okay, cool. We're posting twice. That's the feed. But what are we doing on stories? And what are we doing on IGTV? That's good. Um, Twitter is more of like witty. I get my wittiest person on Twitter and I just want you to put daily encouragement, shower thoughts, just like funny things that are like, you know, great scriptures that really tie into what's happening on the weekend or maybe what curriculum we might be going through. Um, Twitch, obviously live gaming, like come on, we're playing Madden, we're playing 2k, we're playing Fortnite on Fridays. This is a great way to get your e-group um, uh, especially middle school boys, high school boys. Like if you want to start your e-group, start it out with the gaming stuff, uh, and people chatting, like that's a huge, that's a huge thing. Uh, for us, Facebook is for parents. We do not like think, Oh, there's a, maybe there will be a couple of teenagers on there. However, uh, that's really to get the parents to see what we're doing. And then they go, Hey, you have to go to rhythm night tonight you know um they can know that kind of stuff and then uh tiktok um honestly if i had to like label tiktok it's like to make sure like trends are not seasonal anymore they're weekly like it we have to be so quick now so tiktok is the way to keep a pulse on what trends are happening every week right and so um, we actually let our students run that one. Like it's full fledged. Like I, I, we don't even approve it. <laughs> They're running, which it is our second most followed uh, youth account. So at that, I'm like, man, hey, that's dope. That's a big deal. That's yeah. so dope, man. So we'll have them do all that. They know all of it. And, you know, that is the biggest part of reaching Generation Z is that they're publishers. They're not consumers like us. And so they want to publish it. They want it to be their idea and they want to be able to do every bit of it. And so why not? Dude, that's huge. I absolutely love what you say. I mean, <clears throat> I already have a half page of notes. Um, written Can I down. answer what you wanted? Was that, was that helpful? No, that's, yeah, that's it. Like, I just want to know like, okay, so what are those platforms? You've given those to us. And, but, but I love what you've done and you've told us every single one of them. I love that Instagram's a megaphone. Yeah. I never really thought about it that way. And there's three platforms on one. I absolutely love that. Yeah. That's I, so good. I think it's, so that's huge. So thank you for that. I mean, that's, that's really, really cool. Oh, uh, so I did forget YouTube. YouTube, we consider our hub. Okay. This is where you can get everything. That's where you're going to get rhythm night online. That's where you can get plugged into an e-group. That is like, if you want the curriculum and you're a youth pastor, and you're not even involved in our youth ministry, you're going to go to YouTube like, and awesome. get them stuff on that nice dude that's so great that's so great yeah and i i you know i it's funny is i i wrote down uh the you're talking about tiktok which i think is the new platform everybody's trying to figure out right um because that's where they all live 
uh, you said trends are not seasonal, they're weekly, and they use TikTok to keep a pulse as to what is the trend. I think that's key because they do it does change very fast. Um, and, I've, and I'm guessing you guys have found that it's easy to keep up with the trends and even start setting some by doing that. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, you that pew, pew, pew challenge. It's like you did that, and the next week, if you were singing that, it's like, eh, we're on the next thing, man. Get out of here, old man. Yeah. (laughs) And now they can expose that so quick. And, you know, relevance isn't everything. It shouldn't be your first priority or anything like that. However, it should be within the line of thinking as you are trying to reach teenagers. You have to. Yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. Completely agree. That's so good. Um, And if you're listening uh, and you didn't write those down, rewind it, back it up a teeny bit, put your finger on the, the thing and pull it back and write all those down. Um, because that, that I've seen strategy all over that and that's just so good. Um, but let's go to the next question. I know Matt's got one for you. Go ahead, Matt, hit him with that question. Yeah. So Tim, in light of, you know, this whole COVID-19 crisis, I, it, it's obviously thrust so many youth ministries into this online digital world where maybe they not have never existed before. Um, and we've had conversations about this as a church and we've had conversations as even as a podcast, like what, what is the future of youth ministry going to look like after this? Is this going to be something that's just short lived for a lot of youth ministries? And then as soon as it's over, they're going to just stop their online presence. But like, why, why would you say it's important whether we're gathering in person or not uh, that we're doing youth ministry online? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there will be a lot of youth pastors that are like, thank God we're going back to our normal, you know, our normal state. Um, We're trying not to think like that. Uh, If I'm honest, you know, our pastor just preached a brilliant message um, on the new normal. And, And so this comes out of the heart of our pastor, Pastor Stephen, and we're we're trying to honestly, um, we feel like the Copernican revolution is happening right now. And I don't know if you're familiar with this. I'm not familiar with it. My pastor had to help me with this. Um, but it was when they thought that the earth was the thing that the sun was moving around. And then it was a paradigm shift where, oh, the, the sun is the center and then everything else is going around it. Um, ultimately, What I believe is happening right now is we are um, aligning and creating new orbits for youth ministry. And um, we are, I think online has to be a part of your youth ministry. If, If not the thing, it should definitely be a massive part of it. Um you know, so many youth pastors will preach. And I think I've done this before, you know, long years ago, like eight years ago, um, I've preached like social media could be a bad thing. And I think now um, it, it is the thing, you know, digital is personal. It's as personal as we can get right now. This, what we're doing right now is, is digital. And so what used to not be is now the thing. And so, like, you can think about it, like, think about, man, uh, as youth pastors, like, oh, this Wednesday again, I'm going to have to deal with those kids during my message. And like, oh, I'm going to, like, I'm going to kill them. If they, if they act up, I'm going to kill them. 
Now you're, you're praying for that. Now you wish you had that. Now you're just like, man, well now I miss them. Like, that's so good. So the things that we were griping about, we're now praying for. Um, and so for us, we're like, let's be really smart about this. Um, how can we build something now that will help us out in the future? How can we come through this better instead of trying to get to the new thing? So our youth ministry is really trying to harp, like hold on to that. I don't know if we're going to be good at it. I really don't. Like, I don't know if we have any of the answers, um, but that's kind of the mindset uh, that we're using. And so, man, social media should be a big part. Like it, it, it just should, you should have a personal account. And you should have a, a, a youth account. And, you know, a lot of, of your messages should be on there. A lot of your youth should be on there. You should be connecting. That is, someone told me this, um, it is the virtual lunchroom. Wow. I went, oh, my God. I freaking love you. That's amazing. I really That's love you. Huge. <laughs> That's huge. That's huge. That's ultimately what you have is you have a virtual cafeteria. You have a virtual, like, endless supply of connections to them. You just have to create an account, you know? <laughs> like, you can speak into their life right now. You don't have to wait till Wednesday. You don't have to wait till Sunday. You can be like, I'm super proud of you. Like, you're, you're doing awesome. Like, what that can do in a teenager's life right now the amount of access that we have for them is massive, massive, massive. And so I think it is as simple as that. I think you're just having those social accounts and being present. Some people are like, I just suck at it. Well, no, just be present. Can I say suck on this? Maybe I shouldn't say it. I just stink at 100%. it. hundred yeah. percent. I down. said a word. I said a word on the last podcast. So you can say pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> you're, we want to be the first game. youth ministry podcast with the explicit filter. That's what we. That's what we really want. <laughs> We're raw and real, baby. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it's awful. like I'm telling my youth directors. We've got 20 of them. I'm like, just be present right now. Like, just be present. Don't worry about being the you know having the sexiest graphic or having the like. Obviously, have some quality, but let your content be the quality. But be present. Be present. Don't try to be anything else other than that. If you can do that, that's massive. That's massive. I love, I love, I love, I'm going to jump in real quick if that's okay. Uh, sorry. Like I love what you said is be present. I think what's, what we have been looking at is okay. I can be present, but our, our, our students have to be present too. And I think they feel more comfortable when other students are present. And so we take our leadership group and, and, and we have them post on, Insta, on our Instagram, on the student ministry Instagram, and, and do the devotion of the day or, or do, hey, this is what we're going to be doing for the week and, and things like that. And that presence itself is giving access to the younger students to feel involved and known by the older students. And it's been really cool to see. We've grown as a group closer over this time almost than when we were uh, right right next to each other and it's been really cool yeah i love that you said you said access um uh i I did a thought access community and engagement those are the three things that you need to have when building a youth ministry as many access points as possible this is what generation z is looking for too as many access points as possible that's why we have six different platforms 
undeniable community, which means you cannot deny it. You want it. You want to be a part of every FaceTime call, every IG live, every everything, yeah. and then engagement. Engagement is not a comment. It's a conversation. Yeah. So don't be like, well, they're engaging. Okay, cool. Like, okay, via Instagram, maybe on a comment, but have you created a conversation with them? So good. Once you do that, now you're really engaging them. And that's what they want. They're not that's looking huge. for quality or production right. performance anymore. That's what we looked for in youth ministry is quality mm-hmm. production performance. They're looking for access. How easy is it? Community and engagement. So good. So good. Going back to uh, just uh, what you said about digital being personal. One of the things that I've, I've tried to encourage my leaders with is, you know, while this is like totally out of the normal for us, um, they are digital natives. So for, for, for us, this might feel like, okay, totally unnatural and maybe, you know, scary for some of them as, as leaders, but the encouragement I just gave them, Hey, this is the world they're living in. So it it doesn't matter if you're not like up to date on all this social media stuff, like just be present in their world. And it's, it's amazing, dude. Yeah. That's so good. No. And I, I love what you said. And again, if you didn't take notes, back it up a little bit. Right. And write those three things down. I think uh, for me personally, I'm taking that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Um, first youth ministry podcast with the explicit title right there. Um, no, I think that's key though. And I'm going to take that to my youth leaders personally. I, I wrote that down um, because I think that's good focus, especially right now. Um, I heard somebody else say we need to be focusing on creating community, not content. Um, and then when this is over, let's continue to do that. So with that, with that being said on, you know, because of what we're in right now, this isn't normal. This isn't a normal season. This isn't, uh, this was not something we prepared for. We have no idea when it's going to be over. Um, but I believe, uh, I believe Taylor, you got something uh, that you wanted to ask uh, along the lines of what we're going through with COVID-19 and everything. So go ahead, Taylor. Yeah, totally. And actually, Tim, if I could, I, I would love to, to sort of combine that question with what you just said about um, access community and engagement, um, because I think there's a lot of there's a lot of youth pastors and sort of what I've observed, uh, not only in just like our own my own community here in Florida, but just from different youth pastors I'm connected with nationwide. I think when when we got into this pandemic, I noticed that a lot of us were at different starting places. Meaning, some of us had a really big online presence, and some of us just had a Facebook page, or just maybe on Instagram, or we had just created TikTok like a week ago because our student you know, our student told us to get on there or, or whatever. Um, and so a lot of us were at different starting places with all this. Um, and and it, what this has done over the past month, that's about how long uh, in Florida we've been sort of away and had to do online ministry. Um, it sort of forced everyone to play this huge game of catch up. And, and some of us, I think, are still trying to figure out, you know, sort of where do I start with all this? Yeah. Um, and so I, I was wondering, the combined sort of that question of so, so what are some good practices for those trying to get online? I was wondering, could you provide like maybe one or two like like quick like this and this are just great starting points for those three things that you just named of creating access points for your youth ministry, of creating community that's irresistible on those access points in, in youth ministry, and then just some tips on engagement. I just I know that's sort of a curveball because we 
we didn't quite know that that we were going to go there. But if you could, I I know I personally would love just a couple of a couple of things right there with each of those. Um, and you might have already said them too about the, some of the apps and access points. But I was wondering if you could just get sort of like here are your top one or two for each of those, man, and just get started. If someone's at ground zero of like they got nothing right now and they're scrambling. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great question, and I think I'm I'm going to probably say something that's pretty unpopular, um, but that's what happens when you're polarizing, right? It's very much <laughs> it's very much so like i get the whole like let's create community and not necessarily worry about content but the first thing that i would say to do is get content out there why that's the only way to create community is through content right now you've got to have the content okay you have to have the content now i now here's a deal i had to go through a full year of being made fun of by so many <laughs> on the stuff that yeah. we would put on YouTube. Like, what are you even doing? Like, do you even believe in Jesus? Like we don't, we haven't seen a scripture come across. Like what is going on? I think a lot of people will experience that right now because every, like what your natural go-to is going to be is like, okay, I got to preach a sermon and I got to do some devotional. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yes, but like, guys, there's, there's not a teenager that thinks that you are like, they're, they're, they're not looking at you going, this guy doesn't know the Bible. They're not if anything. They're looking at you going like, this dude's wise. Like, I know I can count on him when I'm in, in trouble. So like, I don't know why we match. And I'm saying we, cause I do this. I, 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 I probably still do at some times we naturally think like, all right, we got to put a sermon up there. We got to put a Devo. Let me get real serious scripture. Oh, plant in the background light. Oh my gosh. Here we go. What's up? I look good. All right. I've said Romans 12 two and altar call. I'm like, honestly, if you shot someone with a paintball gun, they, they might like enjoy you a little more. Like, like, Oh, like he's laughing. Oh, like he likes to, and not that it just has to be fun. But I know I'm saying comedy and laugh a lot, but like, oh, okay. Like he knows those things. Oh, I didn't know he watched those shows. Oh, I didn't know. Like the authenticity and the genuineness that you can win over with a teenager right now, because you have the, you have their attention more than you ever will right now because movies can't happen. No one's shooting a movie right now sports can't happen i ain't got to worry about the soccer coach anymore telling them that they can't come to to church so good yeah yeah parents are going yeah please please go upstairs and watch that youtube video right now of rhythm 901 like this is the most attention we're ever gonna get as youth pastors so you better be dropping as much content as ever and like, if you have a conviction within your heart where you need to be doing the devos, okay, do it. That's that's not bad. Like we're doing devos, but we're also like doing fun stuff, bringing on friends, doing charades, doing all kinds of different things. And so that's access. That's the access points. Any way that you can create the community engagement by um, going on IG Live on your personal account to their account. Um, 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 sending Chick-fil-A to a student. That's an access point. Um, um, uh, going live on gaming, access point. 
posting a pic on Instagram, access point, uh, tweeting a, a tweet or retweeting a, all these different ways that they will see it and any ways that they can get engaged with it. That's those, those are the access points. The community side, um, obviously the being present is huge doing that. Um, but creating undeniability, that's the big word that, like, I think we all understand community, but do we understand undeniable community? That means this, I know you have a community at your work, right? But do you want to go to work every day? So good. That's great. Okay. So that, so I I know you have a community at school, (laughs) But who are the, ha- the friends that you can't wait to hang out with at school? Yeah. There's a difference, the community and the undeniable. That's what we want. And right now, that's what you can kind of create, um, whether it is, hey, man, we're going to play some games during this e-group. Um, what else could it be? Uh, you know, the, the sending pizza or sending Chick-fil-A and like, oh, man, they're thinking about me. Um, that takes a long time to build that's the thing that we're actually really bad at right now uh, uh, within our youth ministry. Like we're really trying to focus on creating undeniable community where they, they don't want to miss a video upload. Yeah. Those are things that we're thinking. They, they do want to, um, they are going to not just attend the group, but they are going to attend rhythm night online. We measure those things. Mm-hmm. We try to find those things out. And then engagement. Uh, I think Terry Parkman was the one that said this engagement isn't how many seats that or how many butts are in the seat, but it's how many people are taking notes during your message. Mm-hmm. So if you have 400 in your youth ministry, but only 40 are taking notes, technically the size of your youth ministry is 40. Mm-hmm. I took that and was like, Oh my God, I love it. And I don't know if it's notes. I think that's what you can change. It might be notes. It might be follows i don't think that should be it but um it might be whatever for you um but for us it is like you know we, we for us it's e-groups how like we used to say you know oh, we got like this many people involved in our youth ministry and that's pretty much like how much inf- many um uh would come to a monthly experience um we haven't done that for almost a year now we're like we don't care about the event. We're not even going to say numbers on the event. We might celebrate it. That's cool. But we go, yeah. how many are attending a weekly e-group? That is the number of our youth ministry from now on. So and so good. now we celebrate those things. And I think that's engaging. Now they're engaging with an e-group leader. They're engaging with each other, positive influences, hopefully. And they're engaging with scripture. Yeah. They're having that conversation within e-group. Those are, those are um, probably a couple of things that we're using when it comes to the engagement side of it all. That's so good. Yeah. And I'll, I'll jump in too, because what you said at the end was uh, like, we call it crews, you call it e-groups, small groups. They're in a, they're in a group of people uh, who are going the same direction, love Jesus, or maybe are on the, the journey of loving Jesus. And we have a leader who's pouring into them and they're connected to and have that personal connection with, Right. Um, and I love what you said, the number of people who are in your group, crew, whatever, those are the number of students you have in your youth ministry, exactly. not the other one. And I think going online, um, I know this has been a struggle for me, is how many views did we get on our 
sermon yeah. or whatever, we're going, oh, wow, that's so amazing. We went from having 100 kids in the youth group. We had 200 views, and you're going. Uh-huh. And so you think about that. But then, like, Facebook, think about Facebook. Excuse it. A three-second view counts, and you're going, ah, ah. So I stopped this week. I was like, I'm not going to – we're not even going to count that anymore. Let's, 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 not even, let's not even go there. But I like what you said about the crews being the number because what happens is, and I imagine you guys do this, you're celebrating those as the main win. And yeah. I think we, I heard it, I don't know who said it, but what's celebrated gets repeated. Yep. And so now the goal for students is, oh, I need to be get, to get in a crew because that's where celebration is taking place. That's where relationship is taking place. That's where growth is taking place. And then the students start to go, well, I want you to come to my crew. And then rhythm night or your, your service becomes a byproduct of, oh, they came to crew. I love that. That's amazing. Exactly. That's fantastic. I mean, you, you hit it right on the spot. Imagine if you took the same way that, that Facebook is grading all the views and you put it back into real life pre-COVID, three-second views. That means this is what they did. They walked in your door, looked at you, and walked out. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. That's it. Which that would yeah. like that would that would kill you as a youth pastor. You'd be like, oh my yeah. god, you wouldn't survive. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd be oh, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm the worst ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm so the turnover used to time that. would be so much shorter for youth pastors if that was the case. Hundred <laughs> percent. So we have it's to, already short. Yeah, we have to be smart with that, and that's where like, ho- you know, hopefully we're not doing that as youth ministries nationwide. Like, hopefully we're like. God, if we look at the views, man, we're getting in the same thing. We're getting in the same funnel that we were in when we were counting numbers and of people in seats. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do it. It will it's never satisfying. No. Yeah. It it just yeah. never it never is. And it's not a real yeah. it's not a real thing. It's it ebbs and flows way too much. And then that opens us up for the comparison game. Mm-hmm. Which absolutely will sink a ministry and yourself in a matter of seconds. You know what, Blake, what I've always thought about comparison is that it was all bad. Yeah. And it would sink. It would sink me like crazy. If you can learn how to utilize comparison in the right way, it could be very beneficial for you. It could, it could motivate you. It could inspire you. But anytime it gets past that, that's when it starts to sink you and, and, and anchor you to the wrong thing. And you start building something. You're like, wait, I'm building my own kingdom. I'm not even building right. God. No. 100%. Yeah, that's good. That's, yeah. that's so good that you say it that way. Cause like, for example, we have a youth group that runs an average of a hundred, right? Yeah. Um, I, and I'm just being real. When this went down and went to online, we were just on socials. When you guys came out with Rhythm Night, I went to your YouTube channel and was like, what are they doing and how can we, how can we emulate or glean from them? And so, yeah, I was comparing. I was comparing, but it was for the intention of uh, inspiration, right? I mean, I think, the, I think something to note here is that even for the creative folk out there who are listening to this right now, there's nothing new under the sun. Yep. ever somebody's doing it somewhere it did not come out of you so um borrow man I, if you look at my service uh my service structure it looks more like a youtube video now and that inspiration was from elevation youth rhythm night whereas before it looked like a the adult service flow which isn't bad but for generation z the other one makes more sense so we have tiktok highlights on there now we have games with awards i mean it just looks better uh to them and it's more attractive um and it was a comparison 
but not because I'll never be able to mount because I have to remember y'all have a team. I have me, yeah. you know, y'all have these yeah. many students. I don't have these many students. So the thing is, is the comparison can kill you, but if you use it to inspire you, well, then you can create a better product for your students to attach to you. Because what I know is my students aren't out there watching elevation youth rhythm night every week. Not all of them. Some of them are, but not all of them. So most of the time they're not even going to know <laughs> that you took some inspiration from yeah, somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that is so good. And I think there's, I think there's ton of uh, good content here, man. I, I really think this is going to benefit so many of our listeners. It's benefited me. I'm going to have to get a new notebook after this one because I've run out of room. Um, but let's end it here, man. I want you to take three to five minutes short. What has God been laying on your heart as a leader of leaders, as somebody who's, who's operating in the space as an influencer for people like us and for other youth ministries out there? What is something that you would say to our listeners, to the, to the youth leader out there uh, as encouragement through this time? Uh, for either for them or for their ministries or whatever it might be, what do you feel like the Lord would want to say to those youth leaders? Yeah, that's easy. I think um, I think we can get in our heads a lot as leaders, um, as youth pastors, as people who are trying to reach and trying to guide and lead the next generation. Um, get around people with a with the like mind that can encourage you and humble yourself to ask the right kinds of questions you have to know that without you um there would be a lot of futures that look a lot different and you have to know how important you are you have to understand if you're a leader or a youth pastor you are one of the most underrated but most invaluable people in the world. And though you won't see, um, you know, the, the fruit or see the value until 10 years from now, when you get a text or whatever it might be, or a phone call, you've got to understand this is, this is why, you know, we believe so much in faith where you've got to have the faith to know that every seed that you sow is so, so important. So don't you dare quit. You better keep going and do not be the youth pastor that, that sells themselves too short. If you have 25 kids in your youth ministry, that's amazing. If you have an e-group with five, that is phenomenal that will eventually be five families, which will then look like 25 people. That's so good. You have got to understand the value in which the calling and destiny that has been placed on your life. Never think, never think that someone's calling is more important than anyone else's. Because my pastor said this once, you choose the capacity in which you're called. And so every single person in this Zoom call has, has a calling and um, you're choosing every day with every decision that you make and every conversation that you have in which capacity do you want to see? And I don't mean capacity of like, this is how many people now follow me or this is the influence that I have. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. It is the fullness of the spirit of God that you're going to experience on your life. And no one can ever like, say otherwise because we can't we don't limit god 
you can't say like what you're experiencing now is the fullness of God. No, no, absolutely not. There's more that he wants to give you. And so um, I, I never want us to sell ourselves short. And I think right now God's saying, hey, let's realign. Let's untangle some things that we were getting crisscrossed. And let's, let's make the main thing the main thing. And that is about people. And that is about his church and his bride. And he can't do it without us. Boom. So good. That's huge. So good. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go and tell every neighbor I have now about Jesus real quick. (laughs) Good. Real talk. Be right right back. BRB. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, Tim, thank you so much for joining us today, man. We, uh, you know, our goal here at YM United is to equip, encourage, and empower youth leaders to do what they're called to do, where they're called to do it. And I, I feel like that has happened a hundredfold today. Um, again, if you didn't take notes, start it over and take notes because it's just that good. Um, and I think this is good encouragement for those as we go forward. But again, thank you so much yeah. for taking time to, to hang with us today. Um, we appreciate it. Tim, tell everybody where you can be found on uh, the social world. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys. It was an honor being on here. I appreciate it. Um, continue to do what you're doing. We need more of it. And so at Tim Summers three is, is my personal account on everything. And then at elevation YTH is everything else. And so, so your PG 13 Twitter account. I wish three is my favorite number. It's been my lucky number. And uh, I don't know. I've just never. Nice. Do you have a PG 13 like Twitter account named like Tom Simmers? <laughs> no, but I will now. You That's need to, dude. Point. Come on. We just put another access point out there for your name to be changed too. <laughs> Tom Simmers. That's so good. That's awesome. It's All right. So well, good. listen, you, you, Thanks, uh, bud. <laughs> so funny youth ministry united nation we're so glad you joined us today uh make sure you subscribe to the podcast for more content like this check out some of the previous episodes go and follow tim summers or tom simmers online uh with Ele- an elevation youth and uh man thank you so much again uh, until next time we'll see you guys later <laughs>